This week on Right Now, should the state really decide who lives and who dies? I'm joined by Archie Battersby's mother, Holly Dance. She'll be talking about this week's High Court victory against the judge's original ruling. It grants them another chance to plead the case for their 12-year-old son's life support not to be turned off. To watch the full episode, including all our other guests, please click on iconic.com and start a free seven-day trial. On April the 7th of this year, a 12-year-old boy called Archie Battersby was found unconscious at his Essex home. Archie suffered brain damage and a High Court judge ruled that Archie had died and that doctors could turn off his life support. Archie's parents, Holly and Paul, challenged the court's decision and this week won an appeal against the ruling. They say Archie's heart is still beating and therefore treatment should continue. We're privileged to have Archie's mother, Holly Dance, on the line with us now. Hi Holly, thank you so much for joining us. Obviously I want to focus mainly on the, on the positivity and the fantastic result you've had in High Court this week. But, but for our viewers that are from overseas that might not be so familiar with, with Archie's case, would you be able to give us a, a, a bit of a background as to, to what happened from, from April leading up to now? Yes, of course. Um, so on the 7th of April, myself and Archie, uh, we've been out for something to eat a vegetarian restaurant, been out for something to eat, popped into Tesco's on the way home to get some bits from the cinema. I always go to the cinema. Uh, went home, popped around in the kitchen for a little while, uh, just putting some clothes away. Then I went upstairs. Archie asked me if I could order him a coat. Um, he was on, currently online to his brother, um, getting some ideas for new coats, and he had found one. Uh, so, yeah, so he asked me if I could order the coat. I said, yeah, I'll do it. We'll go pictures, and then I'll do it when we get back and we're in bed later, Arch. And I said, all right, thanks, Mum. I went upstairs, said I'm just going to charge my phone, uh, put a few things away, and then we're going to go. Um, went upstairs, put my phone on charge. I took a couple of phone calls. Archie came in on the last phone call, and um, he came into the bedroom and said, I've got some sweets for you, and he's got this big white drawstring swim bag um, I just laughed at him I said no you haven't the rabbit's in the bag arch um, as he approached my bed the rabbit poked his head out the top of the bag obviously the rabbit's safe it wasn't like a carry bag on him <laughs> um, he loved his rabbit um, or loves his rabbit he said the rabbit's poked his head out so we both just started giggling and laughing um, I then said to Arch okay take the rabbit downstairs um, not going to be too long so he I'm, I'm assuming took the rabbit downstairs. Um, a couple of minutes later, or a few minutes later, um, I've come out of the bedroom, called him because he, he was quiet. I've called him um, and thought he was in the bedroom opposite, which is Archie's bedroom, bang opposite my bedroom door. And his blue um, covers on the floor, only there was no movement. So I, I realised very quickly Archie wasn't in now. Uh, something caught my eye to the right of me, which is where the stairs are. And it was his rabbit at the top of the stairs. And then very quickly, I've noticed Archie there that straight away uh, I was like, oh, take the rabbit downstairs. And then very quickly realised he had something around his neck. Um, yeah, so uh, I've gone round. Um, obviously, he's got he's got this like hoop tied up. It's underneath his chin, going around the back of his head. So I've instantly... Uh, I've, yeah, you know, Archie tried to pull him up and unhook the um, hoop over his neck. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't hold him and do it at the same time. It's quite a big hoop. It wasn't. It wasn't tight around his neck. Um, 
tried to get him down. I couldn't. So I pulled the literature forward. So it's like just resting under his chin, run outside, scream for help, um, and then run back in and I've run straight back up. Managed to obviously I'm in an absolute frenzy at this time, absolute state. Tried to break the hoop and I did. I managed to snap it and then with that, oh, she's just become floppy and just fell. So as he's fallen, I haven't got no banister there. As he's fallen, he's fallen straight over to the hallway like the floor, um, which is about an eight foot drop. Um, yeah, and then I've run out, run down, like, in the state really, just archly, like, trying to wake him up. CPR went outside, uh, screamed again, like, help my neighbour. had come around the corner at that time, like, I said, call an ambulance, call an ambulance. Uh, he's on the phone to the ambulance while I was giving Archie CPR. Uh, breath was coming out of Archie's mouth when I was breathing in. And I'm just pumping, obviously, away, not really knowing what I'm doing, but just doing what I could, really. And then the neighbour took over, and then the ambulance arrived. So so what do you believe it, it was all about in terms of having this, this hoop around around his neck? First of all, I thought initially um, he'd, he'd just been playing about um, and because the night before, which obviously we didn't realise until his sister arrived at the hospital, the night before apparently he'd, he had it on his head and he was opening and closing her door, right. um, the bedroom door, and he told, told him to stop. Um, so he then put it around his feet and he was opening and closing the door. And he told him to stop or get out of her bedroom, like siblings do. And um, he did, he stopped and spent the rest of the evening in her room watching um, TV, watching films. Um, so, yeah, initially I thought he was just playing about. Um, got no reasons whatsoever. Don't even cross my mind, um, not even for a second, that he was attempting to take his life. Um, I've just got to say that Obviously, I think that initially is what sort of comes to people's minds. Archie's a very, very happy child. Um, getting very geared up for his fight, his first MMA fight. Um, he's in gymnastics. He's just uh, ordered the coat or wanted me to order the coat, obviously, that evening. Very, very happy boy. Um, so, yeah, that, that rules, obviously, that one well and truly out. Um, so, initially, we thought he's had some sort of freak accident. It was very quickly then drawn to my attention, and it still might not be this. Um, four days later, that someone went in on the six-year-old child, and they were doing exactly the same as what Archie was doing. And when obviously she's like screaming, like, "What are you doing?" Um, he was copying an online—I won't say the name, obviously, I'm getting trouble for that—but he was copying an online challenge. Um, so, and apparently, it is a bit of a thing that the kids are all copying at the moment. So now, obviously, the police are looking in Archie's phone for me to see if they've got any evidence that he could have possibly been doing that. Of course, of course. So, so, so obviously, the ambulance comes, um, takes, takes Archie to hospital. Um, how long was he in hospital before, obviously, it got involved with, you know, the High Court and, and judges making decisions on, on Archie's behalf? Right, so he, he arrived at South End. So we found the ambulance at 4.11. He arrived at South End... Think that quote me on that just before five, um, and then we didn't actually arrive. Obviously, they've stabilised him. Um, they came in and told me the only contact I believe I actually had with them. I think I'm must starting to feel a bit shocked by them, but yeah.
nurse coming in and saying that Archie's making attempts to breathe, Mum. Um, we've put him in. We've put, had to put him into neuroprotection to protect his brain. We're just waiting for the panda team to come down from the Royal London Hospital. Um, we waited hours, and we eventually arrived here at midnight. Right, and they did they make a decision very quickly in terms of of, of Archie's well-being, or, or is it something that kind of progressed very, over? No, very quickly, really. Um, within about ten minutes, I was told he's, he's probably not going to make it. Um, and then a little while, oh, he's going down for a CAT scan. Um, and then a little while later, um, uh, we've got basically that we're going to wait and see. Um, and then no wait and see led to it because he was, he come from South End to have a thing called a cranioscopy, um, which is where they relieve the swelling. Um, so they cut the skull, relieve the swelling. I believe that's what happens. And that is why South End Hospital sent him here, and that never took place. So it feels then the decision was was made far 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 too quickly. Um, so obviously, I'm, I'm assuming then you, you've obviously obviously disagreed with that decision. Um, it's yes. then gone to a judge who has um, agreed with them originally with, with um, the hospital originally. Well, so basically, with regards to the decision, so that was obviously on the first night on day three. Um, obviously, still here, so he, he did get through the night. Day three, still here. We was called into a meeting um, with certain members of team, clinical team, and. Uh, told that the um, Archie's brain dead uh, within a couple of minutes. This was Archie's brain dead. We want to carry out a brain stem test, which is just a legal procedure, basically, um, to pronounce death. And then um, we won't be doing a, uh, there's a DNR, so we won't be resuscitating him if he goes into cardiac arrest, which obviously I was like, what? He's 12 years old. Um, followed very quickly by uh, talking about um, we'll have time to get the uh, get friends up and family to say goodbye, and then a conversation with regards to organ donation will take place within about two minutes. It's, it seems like there's such a huge disconnect from the human element of of the fact that, like you've said, this is a twelve year old boy we're talking about. Definitely no compassion or empathy at all. So, so you've obviously you've you've appealed, um, you've won that appeal, which is absolutely incredible. Um, so, what happens now? There's another hearing on July the 11th. Is that correct? Um, right. So, there's actually been um, yesterday was the 10th court appearance. There's been oh my goodness, at least one a week, at least. Um, it's been very tiring. The hospital had us in court within two weeks um, because we refused the brain stem testing. Um, the court then awarded in the hospital's favour and went ahead with the brainstem testing despite the risks. Um, they couldn't. They had to do a nerve um, examiner, a nerve test um, to see that Archie could respond uh, to obviously these light tests. And the nerve test failed. It showed that none of the Archie's muscles were um, could respond. Uh, so the hospital were asked whether Archie was on any muscle relaxing drugs and they actually asked three times and then terminated the test because it couldn't be carried out. And so, yeah, and then obviously back to court, there's another eight court appearances after that. Uh, the judge awarded on the, not yesterday, the one before that Archie was likely 
to be dead, her words, likely to be dead on the probability of 51%. And based on an MRI image, it was pronounced likely to be dead on the 31st of May. Um, and then, obviously, we've appealed, and that was overturned yesterday by the Court of Appeal. Which is fantastic. I mean, the yes, word likely is, is extraordinary. When you're dealing with the life of a 12-year-old boy, it, it doesn't matter whether Definitely. it's dealing with likely or unlikely. So, I mean, uh, your legal t uh, team have kind of determined that, you know, m mistakes were made in that, in that judgment and that ruling. Uh, yes. Obviously, they weren't taking yourself and, and your family and, and Archie's kind of will into it. It was all very matter-of-fact. What do you think will be different in July? Do you think that, you know, you, you've... Do you feel sort well, of like you, there's a fighting chance I'm hoping, now? Yeah, I'm hoping that this time, obviously, we haven't been allowed any medical experts outside, uh, like independents come in and examine Archie. We're still not allowed now. Um, and I'm just hoping that, obviously, the clinical team here put through before that Archie's deteriorating um, because at the time it, fees were being withheld from Arch and he lost over two stone in weight. And the reason for that was he wasn't absorbing, absorbing food, which wasn't the case at all. He's absorbing very well. Um, so he was then, I asked, could he then be given uh, leperamide, which is basically like imodium to stop, obviously, it coming from the other end. Um, after the first of all, I was told no, and then they, they said yes. Uh, my MP got involved in the meantime, and his feeds were then resumed and have been consistent since, and he's now gaining weight. Um, he, gained, he gains, well, he obviously he's gained weight. He holds his own body temperature at 36.5. He just fought off sepsis. So since he's been likely to be dead, he's fought off sepsis. He's fought off a tummy bug, um, which explains why he needed the leperamide to start with. Um, he's feeding, he's absorbing, and he's gaining weight. Um, his heart beats, his heart's very strong, never had a problem there. I've just recently done a BMP test on Archie that reveals no damage was, um, no damage on his heart. So from the first, or the one and only cardiac arrest, it's been, I think people are a bit confused for some reason. It's sort of gone out there that Archie suffered another cardiac arrest the last time we was in court, which wasn't the case. He's, it was one, and that was the original, obviously, incident. Of course. He, he, he sounds like an absolute warrior to, to be fighting through He's all this fighter. stuff. I, I find it strange. Like, for me, I'm kind of... I'm thinking almost like, explain this to me like I'm five. You're, you're saying we want to get independent people to look at Archie, and they're saying no. Like the, yes. Explain to me why I'm five. Why they? Why someone wouldn't allow that? Like, uh, surely you should be trying everything. Well, obviously I've got my views on that, but I can't really, I can't really say that. I think that's going to be for a much sort of future court case down the line. But I know why. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's down to members of the public really to ask that question then self you know what would be the hardship in for one allowing us our own independent um team in what would be the hardship in giving archie time to recover you know according to the clinical team he could have a heart attack and die at any moment so just allow him time then what's the problem if, he, if he's going to go anyway allow him a bit of time exactly you know i don't i can't really sort of get 
my head around it. Well, no. I can, but obviously I think it's down to the public to get their head around that one. No, and it, and it, it asks bigger questions about, you know, what, what right certain people have to, to make these decisions, you know, to basically play God in a way. Um, Most definitely. It, it's Most extraordinary. Definitely. I, yeah, I say that it, apparently it's in the child's best interest and what Archie would have wanted. I'm Archie's mum and a lot of the time Archie didn't want to go to school. But as his mum, I have to send him to school. You know, some decisions I don't think should be down to children to make. You know, and it's and with regards to this dis, uh, decision, no, it shouldn't be down to a guardian that spoke to Archie, well, not didn't speak to Archie, but visited Archie's room and was in the room for about 30 seconds. It shouldn't be down to her to make that decision to end Archie's life. And it shouldn't be down to the hospital and it shouldn't be down to a judge. It should be down to us as a family and it should be a personal decision. You know, and it's, I think it is a personal choice. There's families out there that might want to not, not go through this and, I respect their uh, I respect their views, and I think that people should like respect mine. I believe my son's still there, and I believe he's going to make a recovery. And I think he just needs some time. Yeah, and he should absolutely be given that. You know, uh, my my heart goes out to you. You know, as, as a parent myself, it's it's extraordinary to kind of I don't I can't contemplate the emotions you've gone through since since April, but the fact that you're you're fighting, you know, you, yourself and Paul, and you've won this this case this week yeah. it's fantastic and um but just just wish you all the best you know everyone watching First time this, I've I'm, smiled I'm sure. in nearly 11 weeks <laughs> yeah oh, I, can, I can i can honestly only imagine it's um but, but you you're a true warrior and um thank you so thank much for you. talking to us we really really appreciate your time and i know thank everyone you. watching this will have their fingers crossed and is, is rooting for for you and archie and, and brilliant and support's been amazing everyone's been brilliant that's great thank you thank you so much holly much appreciated you're welcome thank you thank you Bye. bye, -bye.